0: Welcome to Beside the Burn for Friday the 7th of January 2022 and today we come to the end of our review of last year uh, looking back at some of the major themes that we examined together on Sundays and on our blog day by day. There are two major series that I haven't mentioned so far that came at the end of the year. There was Finding Jesus in the Old Testament and then during Advent, finding hope under Bethlehem skies as we read the book of Ruth together. You've probably had enough of Ruth uh, over the Advent period. It's fresh in our minds, I hope as well. So today we're going to go back to finding Jesus in the Old Testament. And As we read the familiar stories, uh, we suddenly saw Jesus in places that we'd never noticed him before in the story of creation in the fall when Adam and Eve sinned in the flood with Noah the Tower of Babel with Abraham and Isaac and Jacob and then we stopped with Joseph and we just looked a little bit at the life of Joseph and what we discovered was that there was a third of the book of Genesis devoted to Joseph and yet he isn't even in the direct line of descendants of Jesus Christ the Messiah. His brother Judah is in the direct line of us of descendants. So why would Moses devote so much of the book of Genesis to Joseph? And the reason that we found was that Joseph really gives us an insight into Jesus. There are so many parallels between Joseph's life and Jesus' life and I said at the time that there was probably a whole series of sermons just on Joseph that we could look at together. And we might get back to that at some stage. But today I just want to share another part of Joseph's story and link it with Jesus Christ. One that I didn't mention at the time and yet I thought was fascinating whenever I read about it and whenever I looked into it. And uh, we're going to see that in uh, Genesis chapter 40. And Genesis chapter 40 is the very well known story of Joseph, whenever he was in prison, meeting the cupbearer and the baker. And if you remember the story well, the cupbearer and the baker both had dreams, and they came to Joseph, and Joseph interpreted those dreams. And what he said came true for each of them. One of them was restored to his place in the palace. The other one was executed. And one of them was supposed to remember him, but then decided to forget him whenever he got back to the palace again. And I'm going to read the passage. And it's a long passage, chapter 40 of Genesis, verses 1 to 23, But as I'm reading through it, I want you to think about Jesus and where the links are in this passage. And especially to the story of Jesus on the cross. Whenever Jesus, who was perfect and without sin, had never done anything wrong but had been convicted and sentenced to death. Just like Joseph here hadn't done anything wrong with Potiphar's wife but had ended up in prison. Jesus on the cross is between two criminals and Joseph here has the cupbearer and the beggar, the two criminals on either side of him. We know that as Jesus is crucified uh, one of the thieves on the cross hurls insults at him, the other one uh, begs him for mercy and Jesus shows him mercy and says, today you will be with me in paradise. So there's also then the period of three days that we, that is mentioned in both uh, stories. So as I read through this, think about Jesus on the cross and what we can learn from the story of Joseph. So here we go, Genesis chapter 40, and verses 1 to 23. Sometime later, the cupbearer and the beggar of the king of Egypt offended their master, the king of Egypt. Pharaoh was angry with his two officials, the chief cupbearer and the chief beggar, and put them in custody in the house of the captain of the guard in the same prison where Joseph was confined. The captain of the guard assigned them to Joseph, and he attended them. After they had been in custody for some time, each of the two men, the cupbearer and the baker of the king of Egypt, who were being held in prison, had a dream the same night. And each dream had a meaning of its own. When Joseph came to them the next morning, he saw that they were dejected. So he asked Pharaoh's officials who were in custody with him in his master's house, Why do you look so sad today? We both had dreams, they answered, but there is no one to interpret them. Then Joseph said to them, Do not interpretations belong to God? Tell me your dreams. So the chief cupbearer told Joseph his dream. He said to him, In my dream I saw a vine in front of me, and on the vine were three branches. As soon as it budded, it blossomed, and its clusters ripened into grapes. Pharaoh's cup was in my hand, and I took the grapes, squeezed them into Pharaoh's cup, and put the cup in his hand. This is what it means, Joseph said to him. Three branches are three days. Within three days, Pharaoh will lift up your head and restore you to your position. And you will put Pharaoh's cup in his hand, just as you used to do when you were his cupbearer. But when all goes well with you, remember me and show me kindness. Mention me to Pharaoh and get me out of this prison." I was forcibly carried off from the land of the Hebrews and even here I have done nothing to deserve being put in a dungeon. When the chief beggar saw that Joseph had been given a favourable interpretation, he said to Joseph, I too had a dream. On my head were three baskets of bread. In the top basket were all kinds of baked goods for Pharaoh." But the birds were eating them out of the basket on my head. This is what it means, Joseph said. The three baskets are three days. Within three days, Pharaoh will lift off your head and impale your body on a pole. And the birds will eat away your flesh. Now third day was Pharaoh's birthday and he gave a feast for all his officials. He lifted up the heads of the chief cupbearer and the chief baker in the presence of his officials. He restored the chief cupbearer to his position so that he once again put the cup into Pharaoh's hand. But he impaled the chief baker, just as Joseph had said to them in his interpretation. The chief cupbearer, however, did not remember Joseph. He forgot him. Amen. So I hope you picked up on some of the similarities, some of the links there between Joseph's life and Jesus' life. And it reminds us once again that the Bible is not a series of separate stories but it's one story repeated over and over again. Someone said that to me during this series and I thought it summed it up so clearly. Not one story, or not lots of different stories, but one story repeated over and over again. And we're given Joseph in the Old Testament to give us that little bit of insight into Jesus and how he is put um, to death even though he has done nothing wrong, he's innocent, we can we can feel the sympathy for Joseph because we know how upright he has been. And Jesus there is in the same position and he is able to bring mercy to one who calls on him, but the other receives no mercy. And so we realise that We are represented by those two criminals on the cross. We are represented by the two criminals in the prison. And we have a choice as to whether we're going to trust in Jesus or we're going to reject Jesus. And then the blessing of God comes or the punishment of God comes. So let's bow before God. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this review of this past year. And as we think back over the year we realise how much you have taught us and how much you have given to us from your word. Lord, help us never to take that for granted, but help us, Lord, to learn more about you and to trust more in you. Lord, help us to see ourselves as criminals, as sinful people who deserve to be punished. And help us then, Lord, to fall upon your mercy and to cry out to you. We realise, Lord, that one of the thieves on the cross would not give in, would not turn to you and trust in you. And so, Lord, we come today begging with you for forgiveness, praising you for all that you have given to us. And we ask, Lord, that as we realise our own sinfulness and we realise that you are our redeemer May we truly trust in you this day. Lord God, we thank you for your goodness. We praise you today for your blessing. And we ask that you would continue with us now into this new year. Lead us and guide us, Lord. As we have opportunity, may we serve you and honour you. And Lord, above all else, we pray that you would be glorified through our lives and that you would be glorified through our witness of you. Amen.